0: Hello, this is Mary Lindo. I'm so glad you're listening to this podcast today. And my prayer is that you will be inspired, challenged, and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. Sit back now with a cup of tea or your favorite coffee and listen to what the Lord has to say to us today. I greet you in the loving name of Jesus Christ, who is God, who is the Son of God, part of the Trinity, one of the holy members of the Trinity, and yet they are three in one. Today's podcast is very important as I believe it's timely for the days that we are facing and walking in, and I ask that you would get quiet and take time to listen to exactly what the Holy Spirit would say to you. The title of today's podcast is The Season in Time, to pour out oil and wine. This is a prophetic insight and a word. Dear listener, God is crying out, I am for you. I am not against you. I am with you. I am not far away from you. I am more real, more alive, and more at work in this world than you can sometimes believe. In Isaiah 43:19, it says, I am about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Can't you see and discern it, perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. We all know and could relate to a Bible story or perhaps a parable that begins with a voice of mercy and compassion, crying out in the wilderness in those strange and desert-like dangerous places where we least expect it, but most need it. A man was traveling down a wilderness road that was so dangerous that it was sometimes called the Way of Blood or the Bloody Pass. And there out in the wilderness, the man fell into the hands of robbers who stripped him, beat him, leaving him half dead on the side of the road. And as the man lay on the roadside somewhere between Jerusalem and Jericho, somewhere between life and death, wanting to live but also maybe wanting to die, he is ignored by two religious leaders who are also traveling down the same road. You know, God only knows why these men, who you would expect to stop and help, blatantly ignored the man. Maybe they were afraid of being defiled by touching a bloody corpse, thinking it might be a dead man, and heaven forbid they break with religious practices and protocols. Perhaps they thought the robbers were still nearby, or maybe they thought the man lying on the ground was only pretending, playing some sort of trick, so that when they came near him, he could beat and rob them. For whatever reason, they believed it was much too risky for them to stop and risk care and extend compassion. And then along came this other man. Luke calls him a Samaritan, which means this was someone who was despised and rejected by the religious establishment, someone who was often misunderstood and rarely respected, someone who knew something about pain and brokenness, betrayal and abandonment, God-forsakenness someone who had spent many days and nights in the wilderness himself, being tempted and tried. This one man, who was the least among them in their ability to see and perceive, never expected to stop and help, he saw the man. He saw the man's wounds, he saw the man's fear, saw the man's despair, and was moved with mercy and compassion. And there in the wilderness, He risked his own life as he sacrificially came to him, selflessly bent himself down to the ground, and joined the man. The man did not have to do anything to make this one come to him. Out of pure love, unconditional and unreserved, this one just came. He then touched the man where the man most needed healing, pouring oil and wine on the man's wounds and bandaging them. He then picked the man up and safely carried him out of the wilderness. He stayed with him at his side through the darkness of the night. And when morning came, he paid for the man's debts and made the promise, I will come back, I will return. Can you now understand that it is God seeing one lying in the wilderness in their weakness? Seeing one in their most desperate, most vulnerable need and it is God being moved with mercy and compassion for that one. It's a voice crying out from the heavens into the wilderness. I am for you, not against you. I am with you, not away from you. I am Emmanuel, God with you. I will risk my own life for you. I will give my all to take care of your wounds and to pick you up to forgive all of your debts. And when you are ready, I will come back and I will take you unto myself so that where I am, you will also be. Compassion and humble service in this season is coming. Yes, right now, in this very time, begins a move and season with God for those willing to stop on their pathways of purpose and planning, and to be a voice crying out in the wilderness, in those places where we may least expect it, but where it's needed the most. You and I are going to come upon wounded people along our paths as we journey. Their wounds are not bloody and gaping holes on the outside. Instead, their hearts are broken. They have forgotten how to smile, for real, from the inside. They are insecure, lonely, and they wish they could trust again. They carry unseen loads of guilt and shame and self-loathing. They never feel comfortable in their own skin. They feel different, although they don't quite know what normal is. Broken hearts, oppressed spirits, mangled emotions and tormenting thoughts lying along the path that you just happen to be traveling. If you've met Christ, then you've met the Healer, the One who makes all things new. A perfect Redeemer has touched you, and you are sealed with His Spirit. Spirit Spirit-filled believer, you are a stream of living water that these people need to be saved, healed, and restored. And the Spirit of God is often signified in the Old Testament scriptures as holy anointing oil and indicated in the New Testament scriptures to be like a heart-gladdening new wine. Believer, draw out and pour in the oil and wine to the hurting and the broken. Your tongue is the ladle and your words the stream. Speak kind words. Speak healing words. Proclaim truth share the absolute truth of Jesus Christ and pray and intercede with faith. You are meant to be more than an occasional good Samaritan. You are always on duty, an ambassador of Jesus Christ and a minister of reconciliation. That's in 2 Corinthians five eighteen through 20. You are drawing on a never-ending supply. So go on, pour out the oil and the wine. This is the prophetic word from the Lord. It's the season and time to pour out the oil and wine. When I, the spirit of grace and compassion, look down upon mankind, I do not see as man sees. No, I see each situation, hear each conversation and discern what is good and evil in each life. My oil, My holy, vibrant spirit is available to overflowing for those who would willingly look with the eyes of my compassion and eyes of discernment. It will flow out and into the driest of people, working loose the cemented stones of the hardened heart. It will soothe and soften the scarred and scabbed marks of a hard life and refresh. It is a risky thing to go and search out those fallen by the roadside where there are so many other routes of safety to do good works. But remember, I was the one who poured out the wine, my life's blood, so that you might live and be cleansed. I was a man despised and rejected, yet I obeyed and I took the road, the path which was set in front of me, and I found you broken and bruised lost and confused, looking for help when others abused, robbed, and broke your heart and your mind. Take my oil, take the power of the wine and use it in this hour. Anoint and bind up the wounds of the brokenhearted, teaching those captive how to be free. From your will of compassion I will pour out upon the darkness of mankind. It's time to pour out my oil and my wine and to create places of rest in worship and peace for those who need a resting place and haven from the battered and violent landscape of the world and its dangerous paths that lead to harm. Pour, pour, pour. I will do exploits as you physically and spiritually pour out the oil and the wine among my people and into the lives of those whom I will send you to. You have been filled up with the oil of the Holy Spirit to burn brightly and to spill over into your generation. Declare it to the world. Speak it to the darkness. You have been filled and you are continuously infused with a perpetual well of power. A prophetic declaration is on your lips and as the oil runs through you and you have the eyes of Christ, who has baptized you with this oil of power and anointing to see with his discernment, go in power. Make your proclamation and feed the vision, sons and daughters, who pour out the fresh oil and fresh wine in my name. Proclaim the word of life. It's not by ability nor by power. But by my Spirit, says the Lord, and you shall be my witnesses along all of the pathways that you travel. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses along all the pathways that you travel. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Acts 1.8 I hope that this word is speaking life to you, that this message has stirred your spirit. We are in a time like none other that most of us have ever experienced. And I encourage you to bow before the Lord and ask him to reignite in you the passion to go looking for those on the pathway that have been robbed and stolen from and killed uh, emotionally and spiritually. And they're wandering, looking for someone to help them off that path. I ask right now in Jesus' mighty name, I ask the Father to come upon you as you listen right now, to break off of you that despair and the disgust that has come as you have seen the condition of the world and at times the condition of the body of Christ. But the Lord is urging you to get up and to pour. Think of the woman who had just the little pot of oil. That's all she had of value in her home and she took that. And as she began to pour, she filled up empty vessels. And in the end, when all the vessels were filled, she was able to pay her debts and have enough to live off of. But that same little bottle of oil was still there. You see, it's as we begin to pour that the miracles begin to take place. As we begin to pour, the promises of God then are fully manifested and released. I bless you today in the name of Jesus with encouragement. To tell you that this is your greatest day yet to move about in kindness, in compassion, and above all, in the love. The love of Jesus that will absolutely melt the hardest, most frozen iceberg of a heart. And I ask you to not be afraid, for He is with you and He will give you the strength. Remember, it's not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit, says the Lord. I hope you enjoyed this. If you would like to hear more, you can go to my website at www.marylindo.com. And there are all kinds of resources there for you to listen to uh, past podcasts, which are still current messages from the Lord. If you'll go to my Facebook page, I write and post articles and messages there using that as a, I call it a fishing pond for many to read who are perhaps hiding or are unchurched or just don't want to go to church anymore, but they're hungry to be in fellowship. And my job is to be an encourager and to speak the word of the Lord as he fills my mouth. So I thank you again. I bless you today in Jesus name. And I look forward to talking to you again. Goodbye for now.